When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. I'm Stephanie Hoffer, the Midwest Farm Report, and what better person to have on to talk with us today than the founder of Suicide Prevention Corporation based in Iowa County, Susan Springer. Uh, You're the founder and the outreach specialist for that program. So bring to light for us just the prevalence of this issue in Wisconsin. Yeah, actually, uh, in 2020, there was 820 suicides in the state of Wisconsin, as reported by the Department of Health. And from those 820 forever completed suicide, there is 25 attempts. So it's very prevalent, unfortunately. Um, But Suicide Prevention Awareness Month is a perfect time to be talking about it and to break down some stigmas, educate people on some resources. So thank you so much, Stephanie, for having me. I appreciate it. Sue, we're happy to have you on, especially because this issue is really impacting our farming community. Yeah, well, actually, this time of year, everybody's chopping and out in the fields and trying to get their crops in and stuff. So there's a lot of farmers going on very little sleep. Um, very little sleep, lots of stress. A lot of our farmers also are not as much in the fall as they do in the spring, deal with a lot of chemicals that can have side effects that are that can cause depression, which leads to suicide. There's other things that cause depression that leads to suicide. It's head injuries, head trauma. Um, if they fall, get hurt, hit their head on something, getting in or out of The tractor, falling off an ATV, and then not getting that looked at, that can cause uh, depression that leads to suicide, mold exposure. Um, Lyme's disease actually has some depression symptoms that can lead to suicide if it's not caught early enough. Uh, But our our farmers, we need to take care of them, and we, we need them to talk to somebody because that's not something we've traditionally done. It's not something that our grandparents taught us to do. We were always told to, you know, suck it up, nose the grindstone, and keep on going. And we know that that doesn't help us. We know that we can talk to our veterinary or our doctor, a friend, a family member, the guy that cuts our hair. We can talk to any of them, tell them what we're going through, and hopefully get some professional help of some sort. Yeah. And, you know, especially now, I feel like more attention has been drawn to this issue because of the pandemic, which put social and financial stresses on people. So have I mean, have we seen suicide attempts and suicides rise uh, due to COVID or? We we have the what COVID has done is, especially when we had to go into isolation, um, it made it a worldwide pandemic, depression and suicide, because it wasn't just a certain group and it wasn't, which it's never been, but it's been felt by and experienced by everyone just through the isolation, the fear of the things they see on TV. Unfortunately, we have seen a rise in suicides in the state of Wisconsin. Um, But I work, I also work for Journey Mental Health Crisis Mobile Unit, and we have not seen that significantly uh, increase of phone calls to the crisis unit, which is leading people to believe people aren't even calling and asking for help before they kill themselves, which is really sad. We really need to get it across to people that if you are struggling, you need to ask for help and talk to somebody. And if you are a friend, family member, coworker, milk truck driver, feed mill employee, 
that that sees someone struggling, don't be afraid to say something. Because I think that's another part of it that people are afraid to say, hey, you're, you seem like you're struggling a little bit or you don't seem the same as you used to be because you don't want to offend anybody. You don't want to make them angry. You don't want to, you know, cause any waves. But what it does is by saying something to them is it breaks down that fear and it says, hey, I'm okay to talk to. Let's have a conversation. I want to see how I can help you and support you get that professional help you need. But before that, we need to know the warning signs. I mean, what do you even look for uh, when someone is having a a mental health crisis? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, You... People don't find the things that they used to find enjoyable, enjoyable anymore. So they start withdrawing from the things they enjoy, withdrawing from friends, family. Um, Sleep is something that it's hard to say because either they sleep too much and they just don't have the energy to get out of bed or their mind just keeps running and they can't sleep at all. So they have lack of sleep, which also affects your brain and how you can think straight. Um, Some people are maybe in chronic pain from a sickness or an illness or an injury, and they don't see any way out of the pain because medications or doctors aren't working, they um, then sometimes decide to kill themselves. Other ones have drug and alcohol um, use increases. Family members pass suicides in their family, maybe a sibling or a parent or a grandparent. That is a telltale sign also. That's an increased rate of suicide. Um, People's eating habits. Either some people are stress eaters and they eat a lot, or other people are stressed and they can't eat at all. But just if you see someone that you know and you know them well, and you can just tell something's off, something's not right, say something. Just ask them because it's not going to hurt. It's just going to let them know that you care about them and that you're willing to be a person for them to talk to. Whose job is it to to reach out for the help? I mean, is it the bystander or is it the person suffering? Or, I mean, is it kind of a collective effort? Good question, Stephanie. Good question. Because I think a lot of people like to look at themselves in the mirror and say, hey, that's that's not my place. I'm not a professional. I'm not a therapist. What am I going to do? I don't want to make them angry. I don't want to upset anybody. It's actually everybody's responsibility. The person that is feeling depressed and feeling a little off and maybe feeling suicidal is their responsible to reach out, their responsibility. It's the family and friends, coworkers, people that see them every day on a daily basis around them that maybe notice something's off and notice that they haven't been the same as they usually are. Or they might know that there's things going on in their life that is depressing or is hard and is struggle, then it's the bystander's responsibility also. It's everybody's responsibility. And if we put it on everybody's shoulders, it lightens the burden on just one. What resources are available for those of us who, who want to help, who want to take action for our loved ones? Oh, resources. We have great resources. Um, if you go to our website at suicide-iowacountywi.org, We have um, apps you can download on your phone that help with stress, relaxation. Um, We have online therapists that you can go to and sign up with. Then you don't have to leave your home and you can do your therapy pretty much on your own schedule and you don't have to have transportation to get somewhere. So that's a good resource. Uh, There's a lot of other just helpful hints of what to say to somebody that you think maybe is depressed and maybe suicidal. There's um, information about after someone's attempted a suicide and they live through it and how to deal with that and how to talk to them after that. Because for them, life isn't back to normal either, but they're trying to 
trying to get through it, and there's just ways to support them. There's a lot of resources on our website. There's a national suicide hotline that um, people can text or call. There's both options there. So if you go to our website, um, you can really find a lot. And also a lot of events, especially during you know Suicide Prevention Month. Is there a, a page people go, can go to to see when these events are happening and where? Um, we do have a lot of our events on our Facebook page more because there is so much going on and it changes. Uh, we have a newsletter. If anybody would like to be on our newsletter, I send that out once a month. I email it out, and then they can just keep up on stuff that's going on in southwest Wisconsin. Uh, our Facebook page is the best place to get the information for up-to-date information on activities of its QPR trainings or memorial walks or shoe memorials or just we have different things going on in libraries this month. Wearing your t-shirts, your suicide prevention t-shirt every Friday is a really great activity that anybody can do. You can order a t-shirt off our website, but by wearing the t-shirt, it has resources on the back and things that you can say to people or help them out. And then it has a message on the front, a positive message, and they're only $5 a piece because we want to make it affordable so everybody can wear one and walk around your community just educating by wearing a t-shirt and breaking down stigmas. Sue, anything else that I didn't ask you about a Suicide Prevention Month or the issue in general in Wisconsin that you wanted to, to touch on? The issue in Wisconsin is the same as it is in all rural communities. Um, here in Wisconsin, we have a lot of fabulous farmers. We have a great culture. We learn to grow up as hardworking individuals, but we did not learn how to take care of ourselves. We did not learn how to just take a few deep breaths when you're stressed. You know, um, you can do that in a tractor. You can do that in your truck or you can do that at home. You can listen to a podcast nowadays with technology. You can listen to humor and just laughter is so healing. You can do little things like that while you're in your tractor or your truck. If you don't feel comfortable going to a therapist or can't get in because the weight lines are usually two to three months to get in, and they need help before that. And that's why it's so important for them to talk to family and friends and then call the 800 number for the hotline. The Iowa County, Wisconsin hotline is 800-362-5717. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. And you can find these numbers again at suicide-iowacountywi.org. Thank you, Susan, for being here today. Again, Sue Springer, founder and the outreach coordinator for Suicide Prevention Corporation based in Iowa County. And for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.